You're listening to the Sarah Fader podcast. This is what anxiety feels like. And I'm here with Sparkle Rain. I love Hello. you. So Sparkle's anxious like me and I, uh, you know what anxiety feels like. Oh, I do. Yeah. I do. And I don't even remember how I found you, but I was like, I'm obsessed with you and you're going to write for Stigma Fighters. Oh my God. And then I was instantly obsessed with you. Yay. And you're, and she's a phenomenal singer. You're a phenomenal singer. Thank you. Yay. Oh my gosh. Thank you. Um, we are hypomanic right now. Yay. For They're Very true. For Extremely things. true. Um, the kitten, someone shaved this kitten. I don't understand. New kitty? Yeah. She. Yeah, she, somebody shaved her. The person that was like foster, who does that? Who shaves a kitten? A, I don't know. a crazy person. Kitty. Sorry, other, other kitty. What What is that cat's name? This is Carly. Carly. People is, are probably so confused. Is the podcast um, recorded like. No, nobody sees our faces, but it, which is, okay. which is so funny because um, when Evan and I podcast together, I'm like, look at that thing. And I'm like, nobody can see me. No yeah, one can see like, me. No literally, it's, it's just yeah. like, I don't know. I listen to um, Jenna and Julian's podcast and then Shane Dawson's podcast a lot. Right. And hi, I have a beanie baby. <laughs> um, my mom just brought in my beanie baby. Oh, hi, mom. Hi. <laughs> I'm Sparkles. We're doing a podcast. Yes, I am Sparkles' boss. Nice to meet you. Sure, if you want to. Hi. How are you? That's my mom. Good. You have a wonderful daughter. I know. Aw. Look at this. Thank you. So she, this cat grooms me. She's a groomer. This is Carly. Okay, so she was a bodega cat. Like, I found her um, in the bodega corner store near my house in Brooklyn. And What's bodega? It's like a a corner store. So, um... And they're mostly like Spanish. Um, so basically, she, look at what she, look at what this cat lets me do. Like she doesn't care. She's I'm holding her like a baby. Why does it say? Okay, now I got it. I now I can see. Oh, I love it. Yeah, she gives hugs. She's like a I hugger. Carly, she's my therapy cat. I have a picture of her on my shoulder, like literally on my shoulder. <laughs> she knows when I'm sad. She knows when I'm like mad. Everything. All the like things. emotional support kind of thing. Totally, she is my Love. emotional support animal. Um, I want you, but you're you've been bad to, this week because she attacked Sarah's um, son. Really? Uh, yeah, the one that says "Happy Birthday." Not Atticus, um, but uh, Ender, who's awesome. He's an Aquarius. Oh. How old is he? Ender is eight. So he and Samara are BFFs. Um, oh my god I asked Samara I was like I loved the happy birthday video that was so funny it's nobody's birthday (laughs) I know do you like do you like how serious I was I was like we need to talk about this you're not listening to me (laughs) so for people that don't know my friend Sarah has a three-year-old and he is a he's really insane like he just throws himself on the floor he's completely crazy um and everybody knows probably who listens to this that I wrote three-year-olds are assholes so I know that he's not an asshole he's just very rambunctious so he loves to say happy birthday over and over again and finally I was like I'm going to die I can't hear this anymore (laughs) so I so I was like Sarah I have an idea take your phone out and she started videotaping me and I was like it's nobody's birthday 
you have to let it go. And then he was just acting like a toddler. And I was like, you're not listening to me. This, no, look at me right now. Like I, I just basically took it super seriously. What did you think of that video? I love that video <laughs> so much. Everyone should go look at it on your Twitter. Mm-hmm. It was amazing. Literally, that cracked me up so hard. It's nobody's birthday. We've let it go. Let it go. It's time to let it go. I think, I think he was really upset that it was no one's birthday. Like, he was genuinely <laughs> wanting it to be a time when he could wish someone a happy birthday. Yeah. Well, it seems like that, considering that he says it 24-7. He really, he, maybe he's party planning. I don't know. You know? I don't know. Can never tell. You, can, you never know. So you've been working as my virtual assistant, executive assistant. Yes. Um, We have combated the Pacific Northwest passive aggressive. Absolutely. PNWPA. We will destroy them all. We will eventually. Oh, do you want to hear? Um, Um, Passive aggressiveness doesn't really work with me. No. I'm a very blunt and direct person. I'm I'm a Los Angeles person. Yeah. You basically should be from LA. Like if people ask you where you're from, I love how you say. I always say that I'm from LA. You should. Because it's where my soul lives. Well, when, okay. Like I noticed on your. It's the only place it's ever felt like home. Right. I noticed on your Instagram, like even though you're, I'm not revealing your location, but like even though you're not in those places, you put those places, but that's where your heart is. Exactly. You know? Exactly. Well, sometimes I am. Like, I do, um, like, if I, like, take a picture in Los Angeles or something, I'll, like, post it later and be, like, I like, I don't, some hashtags I like. I like Latergram. I think that's cool. I don't, I don't think I've ever used that one or searched that one. Latergram is what you just said. So you took a picture in LA and then you posted it, I don't know, a couple days later. Oh, is that what that means? Right. Okay. See, I was thinking earlier, I am such a, like, 72-year-old in a 24-year-old body. You are, because, you are, like, you are. I'll be yeah. like, now, what does that mean? Like, I, I thought that Latergram was probably, like, an app that I didn't know about. It, it also sounds like a cracker. Like, it sounds it like something you eat. It really does. Like, Latergram. Like, Latergram digestive biscuits. Exactly. Blah, 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 blah. Exactly. <laughs> oh, my God. That's so funny, because in England, when I spent a semester abroad... The cookies there are called digestives. England for a semester? Oh yeah. Oh my god, I'm so jealous. It was fun, and it was it was a lot of fun. It was fucking expensive. Like I mean, what area? I lived in London. I lived downtown. That's my dream. What? That is like my dream. I want to go to London so bad. It's you should. It's fun. We'll go someday. We will go. Yes. Um, oh my god. So Kyle's thing. Yeah. Um, my very close friend and ex-boyfriend who's absolutely phenomenal and has an incredible band. I love him so much. Um, he wants to move to London one day. Yeah. It's, I, I would, I think I could live there if I had a lot of money and also I'm trying to think of what else I would need. Um, people say, you know what? Rhetoric I hate. People always say, like, money doesn't solve problems. Yes, it does. Blah, 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 yes, blah. it does. Yes, yes it does. Yes, it does. Trust me. If you've ever been poor, then you know that money can solve your problems. Here's how money solves problems. You can afford therapy and good treatment. Yep. yep. The, exactly. money, the money itself does not solve the problems. The money is the means to get the help for the problems. Exactly. The way that you use the money absolutely can solve... I, I mean... 
not having to worry about do I have enough money for rent is right. like enough to solve a lot of anxiety and not not anxiety as a disorder but anxiety as something that you obviously like it's really 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 difficult and when you have to like think oh my god like what do I have to do to be able to pay rent this month it, it's a huge stressor right exactly it's really hard yeah. and I think that like you said when you when you've experienced financial duress or being poor I think you have a, a stronger appreciation for when money comes in. Exactly. That's extremely, extremely true. And I think that you learn how to be very frugal and how to like, yeah, mm-hmm. just how to navigate it really. That's, that's what I think. Yeah, exactly. Um, so I'm, I, I just laughed at myself cause I just typed something and I always, worry if I'm doing a podcast with someone else if it's not on video that I'm like multitasking and they can hear me typing and I don't want to be an asshole yeah oh that's my life story I remember I was on the phone with somebody that I was like kind of flirty with once and um so I was like I felt so embarrassed because I was like talking to them and I talk to almost everybody like on speakerphone like that me too I like it it's fun and you can multitask have it like on speakerphone but like right here yep um and then so I was like texting somebody I oh I was actually texting she who will not be named (laughs) (laughs) okay and this was a long time ago and so. We had a situation for those who we did. don't know. We, we, had, a we had a situation with a specific person. Yeah, it so was like code was red. Code red. Person. Yes. Yeah. And um, they were like, the person that I was on the phone with, they were like, are you texting right now? I'm sorry, but that's like really like, I thought you were like talking to me. And I was like, I'm sorry. It's just that my brain is very like moose cow go get the mail you got a text message the phone is ringing go do the laundry like that's how my brain I'm not offended when people are doing things at the same time especially if they have ADHD like yeah like like I understand when people get pissed at me for not paying attention to them if I'm literally looking at my phone and they're like sitting there like what the fuck I'm in front of you you know yeah that makes sense to me and I would be sad too because I've experienced it but It's, first of all, it's not intentional that I'm doing that, but, like, my friend, Amanda, was like, I don't want to hang out with you if you're going to be on your phone all the time. Yeah. And I got I it. What? Um, right. I, I have a thing that I do. Whenever yeah. I'm hanging out with people, right. I turn my phone off and I put it in my purse. Yeah, I... Because that's my only way to not get distracted The by problem that. with that for me is I'm so crack addicted to social media and my phone that I would, like, be so be like, what's happening? You know, like... Oh, like, you would be super... So that's something I actually don't know much about. Yeah. Um, that I don't, I don't really know much about that. Is that how that feels? It's, um, the thing about the reason I get so into that is because like, I'm trying to think of what it is about that. Maybe I'm like, is it the dopamine I'm getting from my phone? Is it like the connection to the outside world? Like, what is it? Yeah. Well, also, I mean, doing a lot of work with phones and computers, there's always going to be a balance there for sure. Right. I think like it, a, I think right? it's the anxiety if I'm waiting on someone to get back to me. I'm like, I don't want to miss it. I don't want to miss it. That's hard, especially when it's something important. Exactly. And people and but the thing is, sometimes there's nothing important. 
True. You know, I'm like, what am I so concerned about? I'm not waiting for anything exciting. You know? No, I know. It's just like when you try to talk yourself through anxiety. I don't know if anyone yes. else does. Yeah, but yeah. like, I'll try to talk myself through anxiety and I'll be like, okay, Sparkle, you need to like look inside and kind of see like what's, what's the problem right now? What's going on? Like, what are you thinking about? What are you nervous about? And then I'm like, nothing. I don't know. I don't know why I'm anxious. And that it's just. This. You, you know what it is? It's, there is no reason sometimes. There's yeah, no reason. And, and like, sometimes there's something that triggers it, but sometimes it's just your brain doing weird and things. that's what people don't get with anxiety. They're like, well, what are you nervous about? It's like literally nothing. I have no fucking idea. First part. Like, that's yeah. when it's the worst. When you can't actually, like, talk yourself through it. Like, if I can identify, I am nervous about making this phone call, then um, I can kind of, like get yeah. myself through it well here i don't know i i kind of have weird see i this is my over analytical nature i have mixed feelings about what free-floating anxiety is or is not because sometimes i think maybe if we dig deeper we can get to the source of what it really is like maybe there is a yeah. cause but sometimes i'm like maybe it's just chemical i don't know true i think that I think that for me, unless I'm totally missing something, I think I do have it chemically a lot of the time because, um, I mean, it, it's always chemical, but you know what I mean? Yeah, like yeah, I think yeah. that it's solely chemical for me a lot of the time because I have had it since I was so young, mm -hmm. like so, so, so little, like I completely entirely grew up and became a human being like with an anxiety disorder. I, I think that my baseline of anxiety is high. That's the, th that's the thing. Me too. And I, I never realized that about myself. Like, I don't think, I think that's really what it is. I think that I have a baseline of extremely high anxiety that people, you know, may not understand. They have misinterpreted me all the time. I'm misunderstood yeah. consistently. And I just accept that now. Yeah. That the default is that people won't get me. And that if they do, I'm excited. You know? Exactly. Exactly. That's the thing. Like, it's just like with the everything, like every focus problem, like that's why I was saying the other day to one of my friends, I was just like, that's why I love talking to Sarah. And that's why I love talking to you. Like, because it's like, okay, we can understand. Yes, exactly. And that's, and that's like what it, so that's what I am thinking is that, um, the bait, like my friend Jen told me that I was like, I don't know what's wrong with me. Cause like I go through these phases where I'm like, I wish I was normal. I don't know what's wrong with me. I don't know what's wrong with me. Yeah. And, and she was like, your baseline for anxiety is very high. And so yeah. what happens is like you get triggered by something and then it's like, boom. And then yeah. you know, it's panic attack or whatever. Right. So yeah, God, I hate panic attacks. They're terrible. They're mine are pretty much under control because I'm on medication, yeah. you know? Um, but I'm medication not, is great. It Everybody, is, it, don't be, don't feel ashamed if you need medication. I do too. No so. shame. I mean, that's like I started that hashtag. Shout out your med change. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like you, yeah. you do not have to feel bad for taking a medication that helps your brain function. Part of how we connected, I remember, was the "this is what anxiety feels like." Yeah. Hashtag. Yes. Is, is, am I wording that properly? That, that's right. And actually, that. I always tell people that and people make fun of hashtags, right? And I'm like, okay. They connect people. They connect. Not only that, I'm like, you know what? I was on the front page of the New York Times because of that hashtag. 
Yeah, people need to stop treating things like social media and like internet stuff as like not real, like real world stuff. Because to be honest, I found first of all my job with you. I'm your executive assistant, and that's how I found my job is meeting you through social media and writing for Stigma Fighters. You know, that's how I met you, and that's how I've met like some of my greatest friends. Literally since, like, 2008, like, I have friends that I've been meeting, like, online since, like, 2008, and they're still my friends today because we're able to connect on that deep, personal, verbal, like, level that you're not necessarily able to connect with when you just, like, see someone in person. You don't know, like, what they're like inside, but when you see someone on social media, you're hearing and seeing their thoughts, and you're able to really, really meet people that you vibe with. Yeah, I, I feel exactly the same way. Yeah. Um, uh, I was going to say, one second. I'm so distracted. It's, I get it. I'm like, what, <laughs> what's happening? Um, so I was going to say that that's why I say to people, online friendships are sometimes super close because, like, of exactly what you said. Like, um, I'll, I'll use Twitter as an example. People are freer with their thoughts on Twitter than they are on Facebook because it feels like a protected space and it feels like a non-judgmental space. I mean, people say crazy shit and troll people on there too. Oh yeah. But it's so easy to block people. Exactly. And then on Facebook, I mean, Facebook just has this negative energy about it. Like whenever I don't really let myself scroll through Facebook unless I'm really in a good headspace where I know that nothing's going to hurt me because like Facebook, it's just so toxic. I don't know. I can't really identify what it is about it. I know what it is. And, and, and so, okay, this is my quote about Facebook that I asked Michelle Hammer of Schizophrenic NYC to put on a t-shirt was, Facebook is the destroyer of people's opinions. That is very, very true. I remember one Facebook um, post that I made and I just literally the post was insert opinion here, insert opinion here, repeated like 300 times, like this super long post that just said insert opinion here. Everybody liked it. It was funny. Well, yeah, it's true. It's true. Um, So hold on a second. God damn my brain. And another thing about Twitter, too, is that you meet new people. Facebook is so, like... That's what I was going to say. Random-ass people that you had, like, in a class, like, in high school, and then, like, suddenly they're your friend on Facebook and you have nothing in common with them. Right. Um, Why am I so distracted? I'm sorry, I'm, like, reading something. One second. Oh, Okay, I think we have to, we have to part. I'm so, parting is such sweet sorrow. Um, where is my thing? Okay, so, I like to play a game sometimes on here, but before, before we get to that, I was going to say, yeah, the re- okay, so Facebook is, is bad for what you just said, the reasons you said, and it's people you know, but I mean, I, there are plenty of people that I know on Facebook just from blogging that I've never met in real life, just because we do that. Um, yeah. People, some people use Facebook very sparingly and are very like uh, selective about who they have as their friend. Yeah. I am a Facebook whore. I just don't care. Like I, because I am blogging and shit like that. Like if somebody is like, um, 
Well, I care to an extent because if people spam me yeah. with their shit and tag me in it all the time, it's annoying. But that's why I doing timeline review because yeah. I couldn't take it anymore. No, like, no, certain no. people would just like post shit all over my wall and I'd be like, listen, Stop no. It. Stop. And then some people have more of a like, okay, so there are certain things that I like to be kind of private on Facebook because it's the one platform where like certain family members have it and like they don't necessarily have like Twitter or Instagram or whatever. Mm-hmm. And I have like all of my family members blocked on Twitter, not Facebook. Right. But um, yeah. Okay, so, hold on. Um, what I was going to say, yeah, everything, oh, God, I blocked so many fucking people on, on uh, Facebook. Okay. Yeah, my so, block list is pretty, so uh, long. pretty poppin'. Yeah, pretty and, poppin'. And, we haven't party together. Hey, um, I think the thing is, that I, you know, I used to feel bad about blocking or unfriending people because I don't like that done to me. You know, like, the yeah. worst thing that happens to me is, like, if I look someone up and I'm like, well, I haven't heard from them in a while, and they've unfriended me. I'm so sad. Yeah, I can see that. And see, that's never happened to you because I'm an asshole. Like, that's the thing. I am, has that never happened to you? Um, here's the thing. I almost never use Facebook. Right, you're not like, on there. And you don't care. You're just like, Yeah, Whatever. like, I don't care. I don't remember who I am or am not friends with. I used to use it so much more, and that's why it looks like I have, like, 700 friends on Facebook, but it's actually, like, who are these people? I, oh, yeah, I, I worked with them at, like... Whatever. A certain a certain retail right retailer that has red in their right logo. right right. <laughs> By the way, um, just so you know, if, if Target, if you're listening, you can sponsor my podcast. Just you, yeah. can, you know, just at the Sarah Fader on Twitter. I buy everything in your store. Target. Loving we Target. Love- of Target. We do. I, oh my God, Target! Really, the the fucking bullseye. It like just. It gets you. It gets you it, in. It's, it's, it's you know, you in. In, in the words of Notorious B.I.G., hypnotize. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, literally. It's like, it's literally hypnosis. Have you ever looked into, like, why companies, like, put the colors that they put? Um, I'm No, I haven't done that, but I know that restaurants often use red in, on the walls because it makes people hungry. I know that. Yeah, and it makes people get in and get out. That's, that's oh. I think, that's one of the things. Probably. I know that yeah. that um, green is calming. Like, green oh. green walls are calming. Oh. I don't know about other things. The office might be green. Therapy is another thing not to be ashamed of. I have it tomorrow. <laughs> yes, everybody go to therapy. If you know a dysfunctional person, tell them to go to therapy. To be honest, you don't even need to be dysfunctional. I think that it can help literally anybody. Anyone. Anybody. But, but particularly if there is a toxic, dysfunctional person that you have to interact with, just scream at them, go to therapy. Like, that's oh, what I yeah. do. You know, oh, yeah. Really loud. Like that. Exactly so, like that. Yes. Okay, so the game I play on here with Evan all the time is we give each other hypothetical scenarios and mm-hmm. then um, – about the you, right? You in a situation, and I have to guess what you would do. Okay. So give me a situation in which you're in. Like, here's an example, okay? So, yeah. um, like, I don't, don't, you don't have to answer this one. But I went to the store, and somebody was, like, annoyed that I was talking to the cashier in line. What do I do, right? So you, you do that for yourself, and then I guess. Okay. I'm trying to think. Sorry, my brain is like so blank. Okay, I'll go first. Okay, yeah. 
So uh, actually, that's the example I will give. I am in a store with the kids. This is a real life story. And I'm in line and um, I am chatting with the cashier. I hate the word chatting. I'm talking to the cashier. And I decide to apply for a store credit card. And the person in back of me says, I have some place to be. What do I do? I would maybe, would you like turn around and say like, I'm just filling out the store credit card? Okay, so, so close. I can see you doing that. Close, close. So I turn around and I say, this is New York. We all have some place to be. I love that. Oh my God, yes. And then I turn back around. This is why New Yorkers are fucking great. Yeah, man. So I, then I turn back around and high five the cashier. I love that. And I, I, it's, I think I said something like, we all have places to be. And what? And no, no, no. That, that is literally all I said. And then later, uh, she got whatever, rolled her eyes or something. She didn't say shit back to me because what could she say? Literally, I mean, here's the thing. Like, if you go to a store, you need to fucking understand that, like, usually cashiers are like, yo, do you have this card? It gives you 5% off or something like that. Right. Like, you need to kind of plan for, like, oh, yeah, like. Well, that, that's what time. I, okay, this is, that's the other thing that I was going to say. Later, I was talking to someone about this story, and I was, I said, why would you go to the store if you knew that you had a time-sensitive commitment? Yeah. That doesn't make exactly. sense. That that means you're... It's an, like, that's their fault. That's not my... Look, that's not my fault. Like, I'm sorry that they're frustrated because they have poor time management skills. Not, not my problem. You're a fucking... Yeah. Like, it, you can't keep track of time. Yeah. I mean, listen, I sympathize with you, and I've done that shit before, but I oh, am... Yeah, I have owned my shit, and I'm not going to get mad. That's the thing. I was just going to say, ownership. Yeah, no. Okay, your turn. I was like drawing, I was doodling a flower. See, distractibility. I do that. I do, I do it. And I, now I'm okay. I, so, no, I was going to say doodling. I, I That's how I got through high school because I couldn't focus. So I doodled. Um, I'm like trying so hard to think. I need a, I need a hypothetical situation. Okay. Ah! All right. I'll give you, I'll give you an environment and then you can give me maybe okay. something that happened. Okay. okay so good. something that happened when you were working in the red store. In the red store. Oh, okay. I have one. Okay. So it it is seven thirty in no, I had like a seven thirty AM ship that's like a half hour before opening and it's like probably eight, eight thirty at this point. It's one of the first customers. Um, it is this woman. She wants to try on underwear. We do not allow underwear in the fitting room. Um, I was the fitting room and phone operator person. And so, um, she wants to try on the underwear. I have to say, unfortunately, right, we right, right. unfortunately right. I have to say, unfortunately, we cannot allow that in the fitting room. You can't try those on. Um, and she drops her pants in front of me and says, well, then I'll try them on right here. What do I do? Um, you pick up the phone and, and call like the supervisor immediately. Yeah, security. Yeah, exactly. Security. Yeah, or whatever. <laughs> like that's yeah, that's so crazy. I picked up my, I picked up um the thing that we used to communicate and yeah. I said security. I, right. Oh yeah, it was yeah, it was a security code, but yes. Wow. Did I tell Literally, you about this woman who was like 
That's crazy. something, crazy. I think. Crazy. Maybe dementia, um, but something happened. That's crazy. Just yeah. drop the pants in front of me. I'm not, like, not surprised. Um, did I tell you about the lady in New Seasons? Did I tell you the story? Uh-uh. Oh, my God. Okay, this is going to end our our um, lovely interview-ish thing. So, yeah. I'm in New Seasons. Do you know what New Seasons is? No. It's like the Whole Foods of, Port- of Portland. Ooh, I love Whole Foods. Right. That so, is a place where I am dangerous spending money. I don't like Whole Foods because I resent it for being expensive. So, I call it, we call it in New York. Yes, exactly. Yep. Me too. Yeah, so I, it's evil. I like I like I like New Seasons because it's not as expensive and it's the same shit. So, That'll be good to know. New Seasons is wonderful. Um, I love Whole Foods so much, but goddamn, are they expensive? And I don't love their company values, but that's another thing. The only thing I like about Whole Foods is their salad bar. That's what I like. Yes, the hot bar. Yeah, that's but they have that at New Seasons, and it's it's great. Okay, and. Sushi. They have really nice sushi. For I don't even know that I've had their sushi, but I'm I'm sure they do. Okay, so I'm at New Seasons with Samara, and I'm in line, and I'm holding my tray of heavy food, and this lady in front of me. It's always old ladies, man. They're always crazy. Um, yeah. She looks very like Upper East Side, fancy, fancy, you know, diamond earrings, but she's old as fuck. I don't Maybe. know. Yeah. So she's so I'm like, hey, do you mind if I like put my tray down because it, my it's really heavy and I have carpal tunnel. Yeah. And she's like, oh, I carpal tunnel. Uh, it like not legit, but like I get numbness and tingling in my hands and stuff. Oh, so yeah, it might be. Yeah, it's like it's symptomatic of similar things. So she's Maybe. like, I don't need to know why. And I was like, whoa, 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 back it up, back the bus up. And so I was like, well, that was really rude. That's what I said to her. Right? Yeah. And it was also shocking because people like that don't act, don't, people don't act like that here. Yeah. So she was well, like. Well, I, I've experienced this. Yeah, there's lot. always like one in a thousand Portlanders that's an asshole. So. True, um, I'm not in Portland yet, so yeah, maybe it's, it's better there. Usually everybody's fake nice or nice, right? Yeah. So then Currently, I, you guys, I'm in Washington, and it's horrible. Horrible. Um, so yeah. this, so she's like, I don't need to know that. And I was like, you're really rude. And then she goes, nice, in front of your daughter. Oh, no. Okay, don't bring your daughter into this. When you bring someone's kids in this situation, no, no, no. No, then, then mama flips. Yeah. Then mama flips. So then it was on. Bitch, it was on. So she, so then she tries to go sit down like nothing fucking happened. And I was like, no, you don't do that shit to me. Because now you just ignited something in my brain. So yeah. I walk over to this fucking asshole and I'm like, and, and next to her, like, is this family, just this is a part of the story. There's this dad and two kids watching me, like, like it's a TV show. And nicely, like, very, not, not asshole-like, just nice. They're, cause he's, I've had that situation. Yeah, because he's fascinated. Maybe big things. Yeah, he's fascinated by what's happening. Yeah. So I walk up to her and I'm like, you have no right to talk about my parenting. Oh, ever. yeah. See, exactly. That's what I said. So you need to, I was like, don't do that. And, and she was like, yeah. stay away from me. This is harassment. Okay. The things that people <laughs> consider harassment in the Pacific Northwest. I, I, I was like, okay, what? You just fucking insulted my parenting and bounced. You're crazy. 
yeah. you know? So then, so I was like, this is not, woman is nuts, right? So she's like, that, this is harassment. And I said, call the police. That's what you think. Do it. Yeah. And let's see what they say. Exactly. Do it. Go. It's on, bitch. So then, so then, um, she's like, whatever. So she sits down and I go back to the cashier and I'm like, listen, I'm really sorry that you had to see that. And I apologize to Samara. I'm like, I'm really sorry that you had to see that. Mommy should not have exploded that way, but she was very rude. And Samara was like, she was rude. Like, Samara's not, you know, yeah. you know. <laughs> I and, can so see Samara saying that too. I love oh, that. Oh, yeah. And Samara. Samara's a badass. But um, if Ari was there, he would have been like, wow, she's really rude. Like, Samara would yeah. just straight up just be like, you know, what the hell is wrong with her? Yeah. And she, he'd be like, mommy, you didn't do anything wrong. Like, you just tell me, you know? Yeah. Um, so then, and Samara kept telling me to tell the story to everybody because it was so funny to her. Um, so then she, um, so I go to the cashier and I'm like, sorry about that. And the cashier was all hippied out. Right. So she's like, don't worry about it. She's like, don't take her energy on. Don't oh do my God. It. That's so accurate. Right. Something would happen in Oregon. Yeah. She's like, it's all right. You know, just let her be it's there. Good, man. Yeah. Just let it happen. Good vibes only. Yeah. Good vibes. She's like, that's not yours. Don't take it. And then I was like, you know what? You're right. So then I'm like, you know what? True. I wrote down on a little piece of paper. I was like, I wish you peace. Cause I'm nice. So then I go, yeah. over, I go over to her and I leave her. That's what I think in that kind of situation but, too. Like something must be really going on. She with must be in a lot of pain, you know? Like yeah, she's, yeah. She's in pain. So I, I, I go, I leave her a note and I go, I am very sorry that that happened, you know? Yeah. And she's like, uh-huh. Mm-hmm. And I said, okay, so where are you from? She said, no engagement. <laughs> She put her arms up and said, no engagement. What? This woman was out of her fucking mind. So then I I was like, really? I said said to her, really? So you can't answer a simple question? That's it? Because I... Oh, my God. I was like, I'm from New York. Where are you from? Is she okay? No, absolutely not. So then I was like, what is wrong with you? Like, I don't... I didn't say that, but I was like... Where you, why don't you feel comfortable enough to answer a question? And she's like, I have a phone call. And okay. I, and like, Samara, okay, ma'am. yeah, she was nuts. So Samara and I, like when we sat down, like to eat, whatever, Samara was like, we shouldn't sit here. It's too close to her. I was like, I don't care. She could be uncomfortable. It's a fucking free space. It's yeah. not her fucking, it's not her table. Right. So then. Yeah, so she she was uncomfortable. Oh, and then of course she left my note and didn't read it because of course she's she. Why would she do that? You know. I just rolled my eyes. Yeah, like she she rolled her eyes in the back of her head. So I mean, oh, and then right, the dad that was watching me, um, I was like, sir, was I rude to her? Can you just give me an objective opinion? Yeah, and and he was like, not at all. (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) seriously. And he's like, I'm from New York too. And he's like, really? Oh, see, that's the best. I love it when I meet someone from LA and that like around here and I'm like, well, thank God. I know. I do that all the time. So he's like, he goes, I'm from New York and I would have said something else to her. (laughs) Yeah. And I was, and I said, I could have gone there, but I was like, I don't want to do that. I don't want to go there right now. You know? Um, okay, so this has been fun talking about crazy people and yay, yay and old ladies who do crazy things. 
Indeed. Craziness. Um, so where can people find you on uh, on Twitter or Instagram or how do they follow you? On Twitter, I am OFCL Sparkle, and that is Sparkle with two L's. So OFC, it's at OFCL Sparkle, and then my name is just spelled with two L's. And on Instagram, it is official Sparkle Rain, so that's official Sparkle with two L's, and then R A I N N E. Fabulous. Yay! Yep.